Attention time. Welcome back to another episode of Henshin Time. I'm Jeff. I'm Ross. And today we're talking about Osama Sentai King Oja. Episode 15, A Visit to Suzume. And yes, that is Kagaragi's sister. (laughs) Kagaragi is visiting with a fortune teller whose words make him think Suzume is in trouble. Karuta pops in with a call from Rackles, who wants Kagaragi to introduce him to Jeremy. But in a welcoming way, Kagaragi obliges and asks Karuta to contact Jeremy. And if you're curious, Karuta is one of his one of Kagaragi's aides, hence KK. Yeah. Karuta asks how Suzume is doing, but Kagaragi says she is strong and there is no need to worry. Later, Kagaragi has Jeremy at the palace enjoying a meal as he tells him about going to meet Rakulis. Jeremy comments that Kids these days have no respect for their elders. Kagaragi pretends to cry, and and Karada immediately thinks something is wrong with Suzume. And then what's funny is, uh, yeah, his his was a King Oger phone. Yeah, plays his ringtone is customized to him. Well, yeah, is that oh oh? What's really funny is when he goes boo hoo hoo. I love Kagaragi. Yeah, you would love him. I mean, he's got, he's got a cool place. Yeah. Kagaragi says there's nothing to worry about with his sister, and he heads to the balcony. Kuroda tells Jeremy that Suzume is Karagi's precious little sister, whom he holds dearly to his heart. Kuroda goes to explain that due to the wrath of God 15 years ago, the world had a great famine. The king of Tofu hoarded all the remaining food and starved his people. That's when Kagaragi incited a rebellion on behalf of the people, leading him to become king. Wow, that's pretty messed up. <laughs> yeah, the, the former ruler. The former ruler hoarded all the food and let his people starve. Jeez. Uh, yeah, so Kagaragi has a deal with Rakuis for the use of special demi shoe gods, who are, which are the smaller shoe gods, and many of them, who help care for the farmlands of the kingdom. But it comes with a price. Over in Nakospa, Yama and Gira are having a video chat with Jimena and Rita about Raculus and Kagaragi being so well behaved lately. Jimena wonders if they are conspiring together, which I don't know. Kind of. The gossip. <laughs> Jeremy walks in and jokes that he walked into a royal gossip session. He offers up that there might be a good reason for Kagaragi's two faced nature. The others refuse to ever to even entertain Jeremy. Gira says he is not suspicious of Kagaragi. Jeremy surprises them with the fact that Kagaragi has a sister named Suzume. She was sickly as a child, and Kagaragi took steps to protect her, his only family. She is currently living as a hostage in Reichel's castle. But her official position is stated... As a potential fiance for Rackles. Yeah. Which... And that that's actually funny because he, the, he, Jeremy doesn't directly say it like usual. He's just like, there could be another reason. or He's doing that whole in between the lines thing, but it doesn't even make sense. Like, yeah. how can you not read in between? That's his sister. Like, you didn't say that. <laughs> it's like, come so on. So they just man. keep cutting him off. And it's funny because it's like, 
It's like Big Bang Theory when they keep cutting off Sheldon mm-hmm. because they don't want to hear him. It's like, and then he's just like, so that's what they do every time he opens his mouth and starts going on about. I I hope I I. I hope and pray that that's a future thing. Every time he starts doing that, read between the lines, they just cut him off. <laughs> it's like, no. <laughs> Gira laughs maniacally and says they should go take Kagaragi's sister and turn saving Kagaragi as well as embarrassing Rakules, which he does that. <laughs> it's like, okay, dude, we get it. You think you're a tyrant king. You want to rule everything. We get it. Yeah. It's like, you can... You can I think that's why they did what they did when to sneak him in the castle. Yeah. Yama, Jimena, and Rita team up to help Gira sneak into the castle by disguising him as a caterpillar taxi. Or a taxi. As he crawls towards the castle, he runs into Kogan playing with the other kids. But she is not as good and as an she's not as good of an evil king as Gira. And she gets sad when the kids mention his name because they're like no do it like gira and that's when she walks off and it's like yeah. and he's right right next to her yeah and she's he's like gira yeah which i would think maybe they're more than friends at least deep down and, and maybe she sees him here's a question for you here's yeah. a here's a thought how stupid are these people in Shugadam to think that this is a shoe god taxi? Exactly. He's he- a person with legs and then he stands up and he runs away. Are you serious? <laughs> uh, Shira has to run away from a potential passenger who wants to ride him. Giggity. There's your statement. <laughs> Over in the castle, Rackles welcomes Jeremy, thanks him for coming, and wants to know more about the possibility of humans and Bugnarok being able to work together. Jeremy says it won't be easy, so Rackles offers to negotiate that peace. Yeah, Jeremy will agree if Rakules releases Kagaragi's sister and allows her to return to the tofu, to Tofu, which is where they're from. Yeah. Kagaragi is taken aback, but Jeremy says no one knows how long you have with your family, kind of hinting to his past. Yeah. So he would like Kagaragi to cherish those moments. He's a family guy. Yeet. Kagaragi is very thankful for Jeremy's kind gesture, but Rakul says he regrets that he cannot grant that request. It is up to Suzumane, not him. Meanwhile, Gira is able to climb into Suzumane's room. He has trouble waking her up, but when he, when she does, Gira laughs maniacally and says he is here to kidnap her. So, of course, Suzume screams. <laughs> okay, so he's in, dressed in, like, in the yellow jumpsuit with some cyberpunk style glasses. Yeah. And I guess you kept getting caught off guard with this dude lurking over you while you were sleeping. I mean, it's just creepy. <laughs> but as they are walking, Kagaragi hears the screams and hurries to Suzume's tower. Gira hides under the bed. Suzume is surprised to see her brother who is expressing how worried he is for her. He is happy to see she is fine. However, Suzume asks Kagaragi what he's doing here. But when Rackles comes into her room, surprise, surprise, she shoves her brother aside and rushes to fawn all over Rackles. Which is weird because like we were believe that Rackles was a bad guy. Yeah. Maybe maybe he's not so bad. Maybe it's a necessary evil. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know. Or maybe maybe we're still get to see some of his shadows. Mm-hmm. Rackles tells Suzume about the offer, but she says she is in love with Rackles and wants to stay here. 
like way too much. Yeah. She says she has felt so much better living here in Sugardam Castle rather than back home in Tofu. And she wants to die here in Sugardam and be buried with Rackles. Suzume says she would never forgive her brother if he took ever took her away from her love. Rackles makes a different offer. He will help negotiate human Bugnarok peace if Tofu agrees to be a vassal state. Mm. So if they're essentially like a tailgated state. Yeah. Okay. So just combine like a with... part of the country. Yeah. But just then, Boshimir comes in to inform Rackles that the other kings are here to meet with him. They head to the throne room where Yanma, Himena, and Rita all disagree with Rackles acting on his own regarding human Bugnarok relations. Human cyborg relations. Someone gets stiff. <laughs> That's a Yama thing. <laughs> but Rackles says their alliance is over and has no intention of being aligned with them any longer. And then he turns to Kagaragi and says, Right, Kagaragi? Himena asks Kagaragi, Whose side is he on? And after some thought, Kagari says, Kagaragi says, Tofu will honor peace. He bows and pledges loyalty and devotion to Rakules in the name of his country's prosperity. Hmm. Down in the tunnels, Kajim takes Bajim with stealing God Tarantula and doesn't care what Bajim does with the past of humans. So Bajim begins the attack on Shuganam. Kagaragi tells the others to leave this to him so he can show him can show how he himself will protect Shogadam. Kagaragi henshins and, t- and tears through Sanagims before focusing on Bajim. Gira has just jumped out of Suzume's tower and also henshins to help take care of the grunts. Yeah. Gira's supposed to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> Bajim kindly asks Kagaragi to hand over the tarantula treasure. Kagaragi appreciates the honesty, but he says it if you want something, you have to remember to deceive. Kagaragi delivers a finisher at Bajim, but the Bugnarok embeggins as he apologizes for the trouble. Jeremy arrives and asks to allow him to finish this off. He hops into God Tarantula and it debuts its night form. Boy, that was nice. Yeah, Tarantula night. Yeah. I I thought it was going to change differently. Now, that's nice. It reminded me, and I, I said this before, and they're taking a lot of references from Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Because Spider from Hell, okay, where are the Bugnarok from? Underground. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy is half Spider, Spider from Hell. And he gets a mech that looks just like the Spider, what is it, 2099 or 3099? Something like that. It's that. With with the top tentacle or the top um, feet and the bottom feet underneath it, because the spider feet yeah. actually shift up over its sh- over its shoulders and under its torso. Interesting. So it looks just like the suit for yeah. Spider Man and the new movie Spider Man, which hopefully we'll see at some point. Yeah. <laughs> with the new form, Jeremy has no problem flying around to take on Bajim and ultimately finish it off for good. Back on the ground, Kagaragi is taken aback by Gira's odd appearance. That was funny. I was just like, what? Oh, yeah, because they both look at him and they're like, huh? Okay. Well, Kagaragi was <laughs> well, caught off guard. Well, yeah, but that's like, anytime we see Gira, something odd is happening. Like, 
we should expect and just like, just like, we should expect this. They do the... <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he appreciates Jeremy helping to bring about a good conclusion. Jeremy says he's hopelessly weak when it comes to family, but he wanted to apologize for earlier. Nonsense, Kagragi says, as long as the people of Toku, including Suzume, are eating well, with smiles on their face, everything is worth it. Gira scolds him and says he should stop just brushing things off. He would like to see Kagaragi smile as well. Yeah, Gira says he saw how worried Kagaragi was from his sister, even if deep down inside he knows that that man is not a liar. Kagaragi appreciates Gira's words as well, but they need not worry. Suzume watches from the tower and says she will also get her hands dirty if it means protecting Tofu. She's she going home. She a blade. She's going home. She's going home. Later, Jeremy joins Rakos, Kagaragi, and Doga at the entrance to the tunnels of the Bugnarok lair. Jeremy offers to accompany Rakos, but Rakos would like to go alone. Jeremy reaccounts a passage from the great story. The true treasure is hu- is human and Bugnarok working together side by side and being at peace. Rakels comes face to face with Desnarak, which Yeet. this is the part where I'm like, okay, he's going in alone. Something might be up. Could something be going on that we don't know? That's more than would be next time on. Yeah, King Oger. Yeah, this episode was especially good. It it's a great introduction to to the Dubowski siblings. Dubowski. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're pretty the same, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, have, they have very similar energy. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a little more backstory, and I love more backstory. Um, and that's, we're kind of getting into a position where we're now, not only has Jeremy acknowledged the rest of the crew, mm-hmm. right? Now it's getting more in-depth. It's like every arc, there's there's another in more in-depth, more in-depth. And it's not like we have a lot of filler episodes. We've had, what, maybe two, three this yeah, entire time? because I'm later trying to build stuff. Which is fantastic. Usually by this time, we would have already probably had around five, mm-hmm. six. The because sometimes you'll have the first episode, second episode, filler, filler, continue the story, filler, continue the story. It's slow pace, but this yeah. seems really on pace. Like, yeah. it feels, like, suspenseful. So... The, we know that we're going back 15 years ago and looking at the the kids' past, right? We already seen Hamena. We've we've got an explanation about uh, Yama and Gin, and uh, now Hamena and Kagaragi. Yeah. So those three have been kind of revealed already. Kagaragi's, you know, rising up to power. How Hamena got her status, and then how Yama rose up to power. Yeah. He took a desolate land. That's I think that's more impressive than anything. He took a desolate land and yeah. turned it all technologically. That he rebelled against the, the king. Yanma. It, oh, Yanma. Yanma. He took a desolate land oh, yeah. that was totally destroyed and just full of rubble. And I mean like mechanical rubble. Yeah, rubble, built it back up. built it back up with the help of shoe gods by controlling them with computers. Smarts. Which is incredibly smart. So... The next episode is going to be about Rita. Jeffrey's girlfriend. Yeet. I love this girl. <laughs> My gosh. Um, Sounds like she'd be a little bit more hard to try and flirt with, though. That's fine. I'll be the flirty one, and she can be the, 
the uh, my feelings are deep down and I can't show them to you. You'd be blue. And, you'd be blue gelato. Yeah, but I'll, <laughs> sure, why not? I'd show my feelings and she'd be. I don't like you, but at the end, it's like Beast Boy and Raven, and I'm Beast Boy. She's my I think Raven. It would, I think I actually would be more like more Blue Gelato and Blue Beast nah, Princess. She's, she's, smack she's you Raven, away. and I'm I'm Beast Boy. And I'm just trying to trying to Hulk smash. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it it we kind of get a story, and it shows an image of her being a young kid doing the same thing she did before, which was slamming her her sword yeah. down. She says, "How did I become king?" Uh, and then she, or the ruler, and then for a second, she almost lifts up her left hair and it cuts off. Or her right, whatever. The one, the one side the one that's weird covered eye. up. Yeah. Well, she's got, you know, that condition. What we're calling condition. it right now. Well, the condition where you have two different color eyes. Mono. Mono. Something. Yeah. Something like that. But we don't know the Com- story of why. Disease. Something like that. I had the word for a minute. We don't know why she has that eye. And hopefully we'll get an explanation. Could be something simple like, ah, it's a genetic deformity. She's a cyborg. Okay, cool. But it could be something else. Like, <laughs> hey, you know, I don't know who my parents really are. Like, they could be Bugnarok. They could be a love between the two. Because we know there's more than just Jeremy as an offspring. Yeah. There's been multiple people. Because he's mentioned it. And he's like, I'm not the only one. The people like my parents have been persecuted. He said, people like my parents. Oh, so the parent, parents may have the gun. So there's a middle realm somewhere where there's, or they're hidden in plain sight. Interesting. Who knows? Some of the Bugnarok people that are down there could be half halflings. Some of the humans could be halflings. We don't know what half they mostly take after, though. Well, we do have, what, like 35 episodes yet to go? Yeah, yeah, boy. But one of the cool places, I mean, we've seen this in other Sentais and a lot of other... Oh, the runes? The Ota Sasuka Ishigaki ruins, yep. which I know they've featured in Kamen Rider. I know they've been in Kaku Ranger, which I think is going to be one of our destinations if we ever get to Japan. Yeah. Be like, we sealed them back away. Yeah, this like I said, this this series has gone nonstop, and it knows how to do it. Um, like they are just throwing every idea they get, which is, I mean, acting as a pillar for each episode. Um, so hands down, kudos to the writing. Continue to do this type of writing. Uh, I know as fans ourselves, I'm sure you guys are enjoying the uh, the writing style and the suspense of each episode and the the droplets you know they reveal something in an episode but they also leave something there to kind of tease your mind you know oh, yeah. I'm in a toxic I feel like I'm in a toxic relationship with this show right now and I'm loving it <laughs> you want to keep on and if you watch the show and you're curious about some other stuff uh, Giro's glasses you can find them on Amazon just type in cyberpunk glasses oh yeah so you can walk around looking like Gira, or like you're from Nakospa. Yeah, you can actually dress up like the the little caterpillar taxi. Go to a con and do that. I challenge someone to take a picture and do that. And send it to us. Send it to us, yeah. And that's a wrap on another episode of Henshin Time. We hope you enjoyed geeking out with us as much as we enjoy geeking out with each other. And remember, whether you're a longtime fan or a newcomer to the world of Tokusatsu, there's always something new to discover and appreciate. So keep exploring, keep watching, and keep listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcast platforms. 
It helps us reach more listeners and keep the conversations going. And thanks for tuning in. And until next time, it's Hedgin' Time!